0: A little different. <laughs> All right. but we serve an unusual God, Amen. We uh, flew down. I met uh, Brother David Siler in Atlanta on Friday, and we flew on down to uh, Sister Karen Pruitt's viewing on Friday evening. And yesterday we flew back home, and so we was in a hotel room uh, yesterday, and he came by my room and he said, "You ready to go?" And I said, "Yeah." And so I grabbed my suitcase, everything I had <laughs> fell out in the floor, David said, man, I miss traveling with you. <laughs> oh, man, just a, just a little humor, just lighten things up a little bit, but do you love him this morning? Kind of such an honor to be able to gather here in his name, amen. And, no matter what we're facing in life, we do not face it alone, knowing that he's with us. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He, he didn't change when COVID hit this nation, or he didn't change when COVID hit this church. And When COVID's long gone, we'll still be here. And, amen. And We'll still be praising our God, or we'll be home, as Brother Harry's saying. But no matter where we'll be, we'll be with him. So that's all that matters. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with us to the book of Psalms. We want to read from Psalms 107, verse 20 to use this handheld every mic i ever used messes up but we're going to try this one praise the lord psalms 107 verse 20 we appreciate each one coming out trust the lord to bless you richly this morning uh, we want to uh, ask you to remember some prayer we're leaving tomorrow to go down to kentucky brother lonnie dishman brother luther dishman's son passed away the battle of cancer there for several several years and so they asked me and Brother Dante to be a part of his funeral, so we'll be going tomorrow down for that and then leaving Wednesday for Alaska. So we desire your prayers, the Lord, to just just be with us. Psalms 107, verse 20. The Bible says this. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare His works with rejoicing. They that go out down into the sea in ships that do business in great waters, they see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. For He commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad, because they be quiet, so he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. The prophet says this. said he was standing up on top of the mountain watching. Watching. He's seen the trouble. He's seen the oars broke. He's seen the congregation leave as it was. He's seen everything happen. He's seen Satan begin to blow them around and twist them around in every way. Where they hardly know what to do. And then what happened? when all hope is gone that they'd ever could, that they could ever be saved, what happened in the midst of all this that was going on? What happened? Then they seen Him come walking on the water. He come walking unto them. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. I just got a text while your heads are bowed from. Brother Parker, that Sister Cynthia started bleeding again. So we want to remember her in prayer as we pray. And also Brother Jim Babb, and Sister Joanne Krause, and Sister Naomi, and the Brother and Sister Elliot, different ones that are in the hospital this morning. We want to thank God for what He'd done for Brother Tim and for Sister LaDonna Smith and for others that he's brought safely home. We're going to keep believing until everyone returns safely home. Pray with me this morning. Almighty God, Thou who has raised Christ from the grave and sent the promise of the Holy Ghost into our hearts, Lord. It is with great faith, dear God, today that we bow our heads before You. We thank Thee, Lord, that Thou hearest us when we pray. Yea, Lord, we thank You that You always hear us when we pray. Lord, we bring these needs before You because there is no greater person, there is no greater name that we could bring them before than the name of the lovely Lord Jesus. And Father God, we hold them before Your presence this morning, God, asking that You would move for my brother and for my sisters, Lord. Yea, when I walked by and saw thee polluted in that own blood, I said unto thee, "A live. I said unto thee, "A live. Oh, God, we believe that you are our healer and our comfort and our joy, Lord. And God, we look and we thank you for doctors, Lord, and for their reports. But when the doctor says something contrary to your word, we stand on your word, Lord. For you said you are our healer and you deliver us of all our afflictions. Oh, God, we pray for our precious brother Jim Babb this morning, Lord. Oh, God, before the sun sets today, Lord, may the creatinine levels come normal. May the kidneys begin to function, Lord. May he be decreased off the ventilator, dear God, that we can raise our heads and give you praise because we serve the God of miracles, Lord others lord sister joanne today lord others in the hospital dear god sister naomi lord oh god may this be the turning point today father there's a miracle on the way and may they receive it today in the name of jesus christ for father we come against our enemy and we rebuke him in the name of jesus saying he has no hold upon the believer but we stand upon the promises of god's word today and oh god we will not bow lord we will not give in but we will stand there lord no and that you are our healer and our deliverer bless the service today lord those that are streaming those that desire here lord it couldn't be here father and lord we ask god that you'd comfort those whose hearts are hurting today for the loss of their loved ones lord the the, the airwoods dear god and the nunleys lord and sister sean Vaughn's Va- 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 family dear god Oh, God, Brother Lonnie Dishman, Lord, his family today, just comfort their hearts, Lord, the Pruitt's father. Others, Lord, if we've missed them, please forgive us, God, but thou knowest our heart today, God. May you move upon these families, Lord, and comfort their hearts, Lord. And may we have this assurance, dear God, that when we step beyond that veil, we will see them again, Lord. Until then, God, may we be faithful. Bless the service now this morning we ask, Father, as we commit these things into your hands for your glory, for we ask it in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints. You may be seated this morning. I want to call your attention back to verse 29, where it says, He maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. I want to speak to you for a few minutes this morning on, He is the master of the storm, The master of the storm. You know, brother, sister, we're living in a time of great pressure. It seems like it's just coming from every side. Pressure's on the job and pressure's in the school and pressure from the government and the the lawlessness that's in the land and the plagues and the the pandemics and the acts of violence and the, the road rage. We're living in a time with the pressures of fear. Uh, We're living in a day of fear when everything has become a phobia. It wasn't a few years ago anybody even heard the word, what the word phobia was, but now everything seems to be a phobia. The Bible said that we're in this day that when men's hearts would fail for fear, and that's not a day that's coming. That's the day that we're living in now. People are scared to death. They're scared to have the red light to honk the horn. Afraid somebody's going to jerk them out of the car and beat them to death. They're scared to go to bed at night. People are scared to death of this virus. Some people, the, the fear of the virus is greater than the virus itself with a 99.98% survival rate and yet people scared to death of it because of the unknown. What is it? A time of pressure. A time of fear. Sickness is overwhelming it seems like and it comes in so fast you can't even keep up with who even is even sick or who even is in a trial. Pressure on every side. Pressure to say something to encourage somebody. Pressure to try to lift the people up. Pressure everywhere you look. Pressure. Amen. The prophet said there's so much pressure everywhere. It seems like everybody seems to be under pressure. What does it? What's the matter? It's a day of pressure. People are driving through the streets at 90 mile an hour, getting tickets from the policemen and run down the road and almost take a chance of losing their life and whirl around to get five foot in front of you. It just happened out here on the interstate on the way to church. This very quote happened right out on the interstate. Driving like a maniac went 10 foot and turned off into the golf course. Pressures. Pressures to get five foot in front of someone else to get to a bar room to drink an hour before they go home. Pressure. That's right, he says. It's as though Satan and his army has produced in this hour that we're living in a perfect storm. You see, a storm is a particular a perfect storm is a particular violent storm arising from a rare combination of adverse meteorological factors. But a perfect storm also means a particular, or bad, or critical state of affairs arising from a number of negative and unpredictable factors that we're living in the air with the fear and the pressure and the scare and all that's going on. He has created, as it were, a perfect storm. And the prophet said, what a pressing time. What a trying time we're living in. It's true for it. It wasn't even this bad just five years ago, three years ago, two years ago. Amen. Like it is right now. Yes. Huh? Yes, sir. A pressing, trying time. Yes. But the prophet gave us some insight in a prayer. That he prayed for what we need in a pressing, trying time. Yes, sir. The prophet says this. He says, God, I pray that you'll grant it. And now unfold thy word to us, Lord, and give great faith in this pressing, trying hour. In Jesus' name, I pray. You see, the prophet is telling us that what we need in such a time as this, in a time of a pressing and trying hour, what we need is a revelation of the word and great faith. Because you see, without the revelation of the Word of God, what God said He would do, the pressure's unbearable. The trials are unconceivable. It don't make sense. Why are we going through all this? Without revelation, many people get scared, discouraged. And they find themselves in a perfect storm with the oars broke and the sails torn and the ship is sinking and feeling with water. Listening to a lying enemy that tries to tell you God don't love you or you wouldn't be going through this trial. But with revelation, hallelujah, with the revelation of the word comes a great faith. Though I may not understand the storm, may not not understand the pressure, I may not understand the trial. Though I can't explain why, yet there's a faith. I'm trusting God in his word. His word is working in my life. Even though I don't understand why. Yet I don't have to understand why I can trust him knowing that it's working in my life for my good. According to Romans 8.28, either it's right or it ain't right. Romans 8.28 says we know that all things, how many? All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. With that revelation comes great faith. I'm trusting in him in whom I have believed. This trial, this storm, it's for my good. Now, I know we sure enough need a revelation to understand that. That it's for our good. If God allows these things to come into our lives then there's a purpose for it to come. For he says in Jeremiah, I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. God said, when I think of you, I don't think of evil. I don't sit and think, what can I do to hurt them? Are oh, you listening to me this morning? God said, when I think of you, I do not think of evil, but I think of peace. That's God's thoughts for us. his peaceful thoughts. Amen. 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 God said, when I think of you, I don't think of pandemics and plagues and fear and phobia, but I think peace. So you know, what God allows to come into our life is for our good. Because his thoughts of us is of peace. You know, there's a lot of trials. goes down here, the prophet said. There's a lot of trials that happens here on the earth. We can say amen to that. There's a lot of things that happens, but there's somebody that's looking at them all the time. Amen. You never go through a trial alone. You are never alone. No matter what you're facing this morning, you are not alone. You never go through a trial alone. Amen. No matter how great the storm is, no matter how dark the clouds look, that doesn't make one bit of difference. The sun is shining just beyond the clouds how many knows that's true you ever flew in an airplane I've been in an airplane it would be snowing so hard you couldn't see it'd be raining so hard you couldn't see and they take off and the wind and the plane would be rattling and shaking and tossing and turning but as soon as you break through the clouds there's that beautiful sun I've seen it many a times for his and oh no matter how dark it is no matter how great the storm is we do not turn back we do not quit we press through the storm because just there on the other side is the S O N. Just beyond the dark clouds, just beyond the wind and the rain is the S O N. The sun is shining. When we find ourselves in times like this, like we are right now, we don't quit, we don't back up, we don't turn and run. We move right on through the storm. We do not go back. We are a people that do not go back. When God equipped us for war, when God called us into his army, he gave us the armor to fight with. He gave us nothing on the backside of us because he told us, you are not to turn and run in battle. You are to always move forward. We are moving forward amen amen we move forward until the sun shines because the storms cannot hide his blessed face that's a quote that's what the prophet said the storms cannot hide his blessed face amen he says he's not promised move sailing he never promised move sailing he's always promised I'll be with you. Amen. I'll be with you. So what difference does it make how much storm there is as long as he's around? Whether it's a great storm or a little storm, whether it's a hurricane or just a rain shower, what difference does it make? He's the master of the storm. Oh, God. The waves and the wind obey him amen he's the master of the storm the bible says in verse 29 there in psalms he maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still you see the storms does not control him he controls the storms Look, God wasn't in control until the COVID hit And then all of a sudden God lost control Because you know he's been up there for thousands of years and he's probably got old And he was probably sleeping and COVID slipped on him Nonsense It did not catch him by surprise The COVID is not controlling our God Come on somebody This sickness that's happening to this church It does not control the God we serve But the God we serve Controls the storms Notice what the Bible said, he maketh, he maketh, he maketh the storms a calm. He speaks to the wind, he speaks to the sea, he speaks to the rain, and they obey his voice. He is the master of the storm and can stop the storm at any time. When he speaks, it makes no difference what the doctor says. Come on, somebody. I know we get scared when the doctor comes and tells us it's the worst thing they've ever seen. And we don't know if the creatine level's going to come down. And we don't know if we can get them off the ventilator. And they may be in the rest of their life on oxygen. It scares us because we respect doctors. But let me tell you, when the doctor gives his report, we've got another report from Isaiah. That's Brother Rob read this morning. And I say to you, Happy Valley, whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? As for me in my house I will believe the report of the Lord the doctor said Jessica would die the doctor said she'd be blind the doctor said she'd never walk the doctor said she'd never swallow but Jesus said hallelujah Jesus said your daughter shall live whose report will you believe as for me in my house I will believe the Lord We'll stay with the doctors as long as they stay with God's word. But when they leave God's word, we will stay with the word. By His stripes, Happy Valley is healed. He is the master, Brother Jesse. He's the master. You like storms, don't you, Brother Jesse? He's the master. Of the storm. He is the supreme meteorologist. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He never gets a forecast wrong. Hallelujah. He never gets a forecast wrong. I mean, I always thought the weatherman would be a good job. You can be wrong 90% of the time, still get paid. But not Jesus. He's a supreme weatherman. He is the master of the storm. And he, oh, I want you to understand, he can stop the storm at any time. Amen. If that's true, and it is true, then why would there ever be a storm? why would his people ever have trouble when he said my thoughts of you is not evil my thoughts of you are thoughts of peace to bring you to an expected end then why would we ever have trouble why would we ever have storms If he controls them, he controls the storm. He's the master of the storm. We can go into the Bible and show you different places where he spoke to the storm and it obeyed him. He even told his prophet, speak to the storm. Have the prophet spoke to the storm. And it went away instantly. Why? He was obeying the voice of the master of the storm. Then, then, then if all that's true, and it is, and he controls them then, yet we have them. Yeah. Like a storm we're in right now. We're in a storm, in case you ain't noticed. We've been in a storm. Yeah. It hits so fast. Where did it even come from? Yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere. We was having a picnic, and all of a sudden... He controls them, and yet we have them. Then there's a reason that he allows trials and storms and pressures to come. Job said in 2118, there are stubble, speaking of the evil, there are stubble before the wind and as chaff that the storm carrieth away. Job said the storm carries the chaff away. God allows storms to come to blow the chaff away. Everybody can be a Christian when everything's going good and you're running the aisles. Everybody can rejoice when they feel the presence of the Lord. I've seen it, friends. I've seen young people have to pack them out slayed in the spirit. Three days later, passed them and they were cussing. Anybody can rejoice when the spirit's moving. But the storms of the wind, the windy storms, it blows the chaff away. But I want you to understand, it also does something else. It blows the chaff away, but it gathers the wheat together. <laughs> Don't you see how much closer we have become? Huh? Everybody posting on Facebook. Everybody calling, texting, sending cards, bringing food, dropping off Gatorade, checking on one another. What has the storm done? It's brought us closer together. Is that not true? Some of you prayed for people that you haven't prayed for in a long time, if you'll just be honest. Well, didn't get too many amens out of that, but that's all right it's true friends it's so easy to get common to one another but the storms comes it gathers the wheat together why would the master of the storm allow them when he controls them then we understand there's something that he wants to accomplish there is something that he wants to prove the prophet said why does god let trouble come god harnesses the trouble puts bits in its mouth and makes it obey him why he's the master it makes them it makes trouble obey him. He puts bits in its mouth like we put bits in a horse's mouth and make it go left and right and forwards and backwards and the rear back. Why? We control the horse by the bits in its mouth, and God controls trouble. He'll ride it right through the church. And those troubles, the prophet said, brings us into closer fellowship with God. God allows storms to come into the church. It brings us into closer fellowship with him and each other. Because you see, God is always more real after the trial than he ever was before the trial. I preached God opened blinded eyes for years as a young preacher. I believed it. I preached it, never saw it. I never saw it, but I believed it. I preached it. But now I've experienced it. I see it every day. When Jessica gets a bow out of the cabinet to get cereal, I know God opens blinded eyes. He's always more real after the trial than he ever was before the trial. Amen. The prophet said there'd been no rainbow until the flood came. But after Noah was pressed into that condition that he was in, to float 40 days and nights in a storm. 40 days and nights in a storm. And that little ark pitching up and down in the water, it was after the flood was over that he saw the covenant of promise. After he went through the tribulation then he saw the promise. And that's the way you see the promise, is after you've gone through the tribulation. Must I be carried home on a flowery bed of ease while others fought to win the prize and sailed through bloody seas? The prophet said, we ask him for peace and comfort and he gives us the best he can give us. We ask for peace and comfort and yet God gives us the best he can give us. You know what it is? Trials, And tribulations. That's better than comfort and peace. Because comfort and peace will make us lazy. (laughs) Like a picnic day, just, oh man, that was good. I believe I'll just, just. uh... We ask for peace and comfort. We ask for a picnic. God gives us a storm. better than peace and comfort our comfort is just beyond the river we'll rest there brother we'll rest there but until then God give me grace to run see God is not afraid to let his church feel pressure he's not scared of pressure what makes a diamond pressure What proves a diamond? Pressure. A 40-ton grinder. They'll put all them rocks out there on a conveyor belt, and they bring that 40-ton grinder down, and it crushes sandstone, soapstone, limestone. It'll crush everything but the diamond. Everything is crushed under the pressure of that great grinder, but not the diamond. Glory to God. What makes a diamond? Pressure. What proves a diamond? Pressure. What separates a hawk from an eagle? Pressure. Pressure. A hawk can fly so high, but the pressure turns him back. He can only go so high, he'll try to imitate the eagle. He'll try to rip with the beak like the eagle, fly like the eagle, but he can only go so high. He has to come back because he's not pressurized, but the eagle is pressurized to fly higher and higher and higher. If the storm hits here, he just goes higher. He's built by the creator to stand the storm. Don't you see the genetics of the eagle is built to withstand the pressure and the genetics of this bride. What is our genetics? They are God-given genetics. Oh, hallelujah. She's built to withstand the pressure. You see, the pressure only vindicates what the eagle is. Oh, God, that makes me feel like shouting. What did the prophet say in Victory Day? You may remember what the prophet said in Victory Day? The prophet said in Victory Day, the more loyal, the more testing. What's God doing? What's he doing? Tony, what's he doing, brother Tony? He's molding a character that's fit to reign. The master of the storm. You know, Brother Darrell, God don't understand what I'm going through. No, you're listening to the devil. The devil's telling you that, and he's lying to you. God knows exactly what you're going through, and he knew when you'd go through it. He knew the storm was coming when he told him to get on the boat and go to the other side. He knew the storm was coming, but he did not stop the storm. He just laid down and went to sleep. Because he already knew his word said His word said we're going to the other side Let the storms come little bride We're not going down We're going up He's already said we could We've already made it Well God don't understand God just don't understand That's a lie He does understand The prophet said the Lord God Almighty says I know there he is walking in the midst of his people. There he is the chief shepherd of the flock. But does he hold back persecution? Does he stem tribulation? He does not. He simply says, I know your tribulation. I am, all, I am not at all unmindful of your suffering. God knows exactly what you're feeling right now. simply says i know i am not at all unmindful of your suffering what a stumbling block that is to so many people israel wondered if god really loves them how could god be just and loving if he stands by and watches his people suffer That's what they ask in Malachi 1, 1 through 3. The burden of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, saith the Lord. And yet we say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau. And I laid his mountain and his heritage waste before the dragons of the wilderness. You see, they could not figure out God's love. They thought love meant no suffering. They thought love meant a baby with parental care. But God said, my love's not like that. God said, my love is elective love. Amen. The proof of his love is election. That no matter what happened, his love was proven truly by the fact that we were chosen unto salvation because God hath chosen you to salvation through the sanctification of the spirit and the belief of the truth, how do I know God loves me? Because He chose me unto salvation. Not because I'm not having no trials. Not because I'm having trials. That doesn't prove God's love. But His love is an election. He chose me and wrote my name in His book. And when there is no more America, I'll still be with him. Oh, my. He may commit you to death as he did Paul. He may commit you to suffering as he did Job. That is his prerogative. He is sovereign, but it is all with purpose. If he did not have a purpose, then he would be the author of frustration and not of peace. That if God doesn't have a purpose for what we're dealing with right now, that he's the author of frustration. But I tell you, God has a purpose, Happy Valley. God has a purpose, you folks streaming on the internet. God has a purpose for what we're going through right now. His purpose is that after we, he's sovereign this all his purpose, but his purpose is that after we have suffered a while, we would be made Perfect. Established, strengthened, and settled. Sounds like a mature son to me. Oh God. Established, strengthened, Settled, not running around everywhere like a chicken with his head cut off, scared to death, trying to hide from the shadows. Come on, somebody. But knowing who we are, knowing that the storm does not defile us. Hallelujah. We're not bride because of a storm or not because of a storm. We are his people by his elective love. Amen. (laughs) He puts strength in us. He put strength in us, you see. He himself suffered. He learned obedience by the things that he suffered. He was actually made perfect by the things he suffered. Though he were a a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Deity in humanity suffering. Deity. Oh my, don't get your eyes just on the humanity. See the deity. See the deity that's in the bride. Yes. Right. Well, someday, some happy day. I say not someday. I say now. We're not going to be. We are now sons and daughters of God. Amen. We always were sons and daughters of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. In plain language, the very character of Jesus was perfected by suffering. And according to Paul, he has left his church a measure of suffering that they too, by their faith in God, while suffering for him, would come to a place of perfection. Why did he want this? My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this. That the trying of your faith worketh patience, and let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire and wanting nothing. He permits crossroads and crosses and junctions. He always does that in order to perfect us for his service. He allows crosses and crossroads and storms and trials and pressures to perfect us for the service he's called us for. He permits those things to happen. The prophet said, can't you understand that? And the congregation says, he does that. He does that. Who does that? The master of the storm does that so he can perfect you for the calling he's called you for that's your growing pains he did daniel that way you know he did the hebrew children that way in the fiery furnace in the fiery furnace what did the fiery furnace do the fiery furnace only broke the bands that had them bound that's all the furnace did it just burnt loose the beds those Hebrew children stood their ground they would not bow to the pressure they trusted in their God the king brought a perfect storm in the form of a fiery furnace heated up seven times hotter than it ever heated before and he said boys bow or burn and what did the fiery storm do what did it do That perfect storm that King Nebuchadnezzar created, what did it do? All that it did was burn off the bands so they could shake hands with the fourth man in the furnace. Oh, saints of God, don't you understand what's happening? Oh, my God is breaking the bands off of us that no matter what we face in life, I can praise the Lord. He's the master of the storm. No matter what form the storm is in. No matter what form the storm is in. He's still the master. The Bible says in Psalms. Oh my, let me hurry." He commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind. Which lift up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger. Like a drunk man. Reminds me of a cruise ship I was on one time with me and Cheryl. Many, many years ago. We took a cruise ship. We got out there and got into a hurricane. And I got me a cup of coffee. Going to walk out on the back of the boat. And by the time I got to the back of the boat, I had about that much coffee left. The wind blew every bit of it out of the cup. Just... <laughs> That's the way these are. They go up to the heavens. They come down to the depths. Their soul is melted. Their soul is melted. Because... Of trouble. Friends, I can't tell you the phone calls I've got. Of people in anxiety. People having anxiety attacks. Because in the time of trouble. Their souls melted. In the time of trouble. They reel to and fro. And stagger like a drunken man. And they are at their wits end. Which sounds like about 25 or 30 people that I called and checked on. At their wits end. The Bible says. Then they cry. Unto the Lord. In their time. Of trouble. And he. Bringeth them out. Of their distresses. For he. Is the master. Of the storm. He goes up, he goes down, they toss to and fro, they cry out, their souls are melted because of trouble, they cry out to God. And God hears their cry and delivers us from our distresses when the disciples were making their way across the sea, a great storm come up the waves were dashing, the wind was whipping their sails, the boat was twisting and turning and rising and falling, it looked like they were going down, all hope of being saved was gone, it was in their time of greatest need just like what we're reading about in Psalms that scripture had become manifested in their life, they were living out that very word being tossed like a bottle stopper the prophet of God said 20 foot waves and that boat dashing into those waves filling with water the boat filling with water it was their time of greatest need that they seen him come walking on the water in the midst of the storm in the midst of the storm they thought it was the spirit they got scared But nonetheless, in their time of need, they cry out to him. They invited him in. They took him in because they had a need of him. And the prophet said this. You know, I often wonder sometime, maybe that's why storms come on. Did you ever think of that? He sat up there and watched them. He sat up there and watched them till they needed him. And when they cried out, he'd come on the scene, walking on the waters of their storm. Why? For he was the master of the storm. Maybe that's why the storms come on us. So we'll see our need for him now. So when the perfect storm hits your life, we feel the panic, we get scared. I'm not gonna make it, the wind is too great. There's too much sorrow. The waves are too high. The pressure's too great. The doctor's report is too bad. My ship is filling up, I'm going down. Do what they did. Just begin to cry out. And you'll see him like they did you'll see him come walking on the waters of your storm for he's the way maker the miracle worker the light in the darkness even when I don't see him he's working he never stops working Peter right in the midst of this great storm he got his eyes on Jesus he said Jesus bid me to come to you And Jesus said, come. And Peter, think of this. Peter, right in the middle of this great storm, he steps out of the boat and starts walking on the water. Not Jesus walking on the water. Not Jesus walking on the water. Not the master of the storm walking on the water. But Peter, Peter, in the midst of this great storm, he said, if that be you, bid me to come. Jesus said, come. And Peter obeyed the voice of the Lord. He obeyed God's word, walking in the will of God's word. Jesus is the word. It's just as much the word of God. When he said, come, that's just as much the word of God as let there be light. It will not return unto him void, but it will accomplish that which he it to do. And he told him, come. And Peter steps out of the boat and starts walking on the water, not looking at the storm. He wasn't looking at the storm. He was looking at Jesus, the word. He was walking in the will of the word. And as long as he was looking on Jesus. Oh, I like this. I had me a spell. Think about this. Are you with me? As long as he was looking on Jesus, the storm had no power over him. As long as his eyes was on Jesus, as long as he was in the obedience of the word, the storm had no power on him. He was walking on the water of the storm. Maybe you feel like right now, friends. This is the perfect storm of your life. Your darkest hour. The pressure, the uncertainty, the fear, the anxiety, the restlessness, the sickness, the sorrow. But listen to me, little bride. Don't look at the storm. Look to the one who can it. Peter walking on the water. He was walking on the water. Do you understand? The storm, the elements had no control over Peter. But when he saw the wind, when he saw the boisterous wind and he got his eyes off of Jesus and he saw the wind and he saw the waves and he saw the boat rocking, when he got his eyes off of Jesus, the Bible said he was afraid and began to sink.
1: And he cried out, Lord, save me.
0: And Jesus lifted him up out of the water. Oh, saints of God, in this troublesome time that we're living in, and the storms of life begin to shake us, don't look at the storm. Do not fear COVID. Respect it, but don't fear it. Do not fear it. The fear sometimes could be worse than the virus itself. Oh, God. Don't look at the storm. Don't be afraid. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Stay on the word. Abide in the promise of the word. Look at Paul's storm. We'll start to wind down. No moon, no stars, 14 days and nights. Sounds like about us, don't it? 14 days and nights. It was just as black as it ever was. The storm was just as great as it ever was. But the sixth sense went to work when he seen the angel of the Lord. Hallelujah. Right in the midst of the greatest storm, 14 days and nights, nobody took any food battling this storm. But right in the midst of it, Paul saw the angel of the Lord. Yeah. And he fixed his eyes upon the angel and the angel said, Fear not, Amen. for there shall be no loss of life. Abide with the ship. And when he saw, when he saw that angel, his sixth sense went to work you see we got five senses that controls our earthly body but God has given you and I a sixth sense and that sixth sense is called faith yeah. faith sees what your eyes don't see faith hears what your ears don't hear faith fills what your senses does not feel we do not contact God by our five senses but God gave us a sixth sense and that is faith and we contact God by faith yeah. amen what was it the prophet said he was holding on to that sixth sense something that makes it real the sixth sense subdued kingdoms through that sixth sense the walls of jericho fell flat to the ground amen do you believe that the walls of jericho hit the ground through the sixth sense through the sixth sense the sea could not drown paul the sixth sense could not keep peter in jail no, sir. The power of God sent an angel in there and delivered him. The sixth sense could not keep Paul and Silas in stocks. God sent an earthquake and shook the whole thing down. The sixth sense, as the prophet said, let it go to work for you sometime. Because of that sixth sense, the lions couldn't even eat Daniel. They couldn't fool with that sixth sense. No, sir. By that sixth sense, the fire couldn't burn the Hebrew children up. By that same sixth sense that was working in little Martha when she comes to see Jesus raise her brother out of the grave after being dead four days. That same sixth sense cleansed the leopard. That same sixth sense raised Jesus Christ on the third day. And that same sixth sense will rapture the church one of these days and take her out out of glory. Go for Go for The storm, the storm, the trials won. Let your six sets go. Let your faith go to work for you. Don't look at the storm. Look to the master of the storm. Amen. Paul told them, stay with the ship. Don't go jumping here and there. Stay calm. Take some meat. Nothing to worry about. No harm can be done. You're just as safe as you can be let the storms come let everything take place let sickness strike let everything take place satan's desires to send let god listen to this quote let anything take place that satan desires to send god will rock you right through every bit of it no matter what satan sends, no matter what variant if it goes from a to z you know even if they make up some variant, that even got a letter Whatever Satan sins, don't worry, God will rock us right through the storm. We are not going down, we are going up. Don't go jumping out. Stay right in Christ. Upon this rock, He said, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, but we will prevail over them with the true revelation of what she is and what she stands for she will do the greater works and the gates of hell will not prevail against her but we will prevail over them i say to you this morning house of hell give way let the shackles fall let the doors open the blood of the lamb has made us free Hallelujah. He is our chief captain. He's the captain of our salvation. He's the great conqueror. He's the master of the storm. Hallelujah. Do you love him this morning? We're covered, friends. We are covered with his divine blessings. There'll be no judgment strike you. And if judgment strikes, it can't hurt you. You may be sick for a little while. You may have to go through something for a little while. But remember... Christ is at the end. <laughs> There'll always be a rainbow after the storm. He never said this little ark was set in a whirlpool like that, just as calm as it be. No, sir. He never said that we'd be carried home on a flowery bed of ease. He never promised these things easy, but he promised grace to sustain us in the time. I think as the poet said, brother Harry come, brothers, sisters come. I must be carried home to heaven on a flowery bed of seas, on a flowery bed of ease, while others fought to win the prize and sail through bloody seas. No, I must fight if I must reign. Do you hear me? You must fight if you must reign. If you're going to reign with him, you're going to have to fight. This is not a picnic. This is a storm, but the master controls the storm. Amen. Amen. If I must fight, if I must reign, then, oh, God, increase my courage, Lord. Increase my courage. Oh, God. The prophet said, yes, sir, don't notice the hard trials. Don't notice the hard trials. Just stay right in the ark. Say, God, I'm safe forevermore. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. To sell the wild seas no more, though the tempest may sweep over the wild stormy deep, in Jesus I'm safe evermore. Amen. He appeared to John on the Isle of Patmos, and he said, Fear not, John, I am the first, and I am the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and hell. Just look to me. Just trust in me. Death can't harm you. Hell can't touch you. For I am he that was dead. I have conquered death. I have conquered the hell. I have conquered the grave. And I've got the keys. So it don't matter how great the storm is, how high the waves are, he has the keys. Oh God. Don't you understand this morning, every prison door that Satan tries to lock you in, whether it's lust, pornography, whatever it is, he tries to lock you in. Jesus has got the key, and the door is unlocked, and you can go free. Amen. In the midst of all the storms, it don't matter how great the storm is. That's has the keys. In the midst, in the midst of all these storms. Praise my heart. My heart is hurting for you so much. I just laid my head over on the kitchen bar there. I just cried. I just didn't know what to do but cry. I just cried for you. I've been there. The high fevers. The shortness of breath. The low saturations. The pain in your chest. The dizziness. What else do you? I couldn't cover I was in quarantine, I'd been exposed, I had to go in quarantine. I couldn't bring you food. I couldn't bring you catering. I'm sorry. We wanted to. But I prayed. God knows. I prayed for you. battlefield where the germans overrun the americans and they pulled back and left their wounded on the battlefield and they gave the order to retreat and one soldier ran out there and he picked up this soldier been shot through the hips pouring with blood and he put him up on the shoulders and the man was much bigger than him and the sergeant ordered him said drop that man he's too big you're going to get yourself killed let him go we'll come back and get him When he kept trying to carry him, he was staggering under the weight of him. There's so much blood. The man was bleeding so bad. The man that was carrying him, both of them was covered in blood. You couldn't tell which one was wounded. And he was running and he was sweating and he was staggering. And the sergeant said, it's a direct order. I command you, drop that man. He's too heavy. And the soldier yelled back, Sarge, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. (laughs) He was getting his own brother off the battlefield. Oh, sirs, you're not heavy. You're my brother. We're going to crest these waves. We're going to face the storm together. Amen. In the midst of these storms, we can have joy. Joy in knowing that he's coming soon. And Brother Harry so wonderfully sang, we're almost home. In the midst of the storm, the prophet said, we can have peace of mind. Let the ship rock. Let the storms come. Let the lightning flash. Let the thunder roar. Whatever takes place, it doesn't make a bit of difference. Atomic bombs can fall. You can build rock shelters and bomb shelters. Whatever you want. It doesn't face this little bride. She's fortified in the Word. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Watching He move among us in our assembly, see. There He is. So what difference does it make? Let the conflicts go on. Let the troubles go on. Let the storms rage. What difference does it make? In Jesus, we're safe evermore. For He's the master of the storm. You in that perfect storm this morning, friend? Don't give up. Just call on Jesus. Don't look at the storm. Don't look at the wind. Don't look at the lightning. Don't look at the doctor's report. Look at this doctor's report. He has never lied to us. Doctors can be wrong. You know, they bury their mistakes. But God, he's the great physician. We'll just look to him, amen? Thank God for the doctors, thank God for the medicine, thank God for Brother Tim, thank God for Brother Larry Elliott coming through the heart surgery, and Sister Tanya, both of them doing better now, just, just recovering. Thank God. We're going to believe God for Sister Cynthia, that when they get in there, they're going to be amazed that the bleeding has stopped. We're going to believe for Sister Joanne, she's going to get home in time for Bella's birthday. We're going to believe God, that He's going to bring us safely through the storms. Because he is the master of the storm. Do you love him this morning? Amen. Let us bow our heads. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Always so near. He lives in my heart and He hears when I cry. And I can call on His name till the storm passes by. Hallelujah. Out on the waters, storms raging high. The waters around them were troubled that night. Fear filled their hearts, they felt they would die.
1: They failed to remember. Esther was not. He spoke the words, and the winds all stood still even the waters obeyed his will he calmed their storm just like he will mine if i just remember he lives deep inside so why should Its footsteps lead mine To walk with the Master All of the time And when trials come And death seems so nigh I'll call on the Master he'll get there all time And when sickness comes And my body's evaded All I have to do is call on His name. Why should I worry? Why should I fear? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Why should I worry? Why should I fear the very same Jesus?
0: In the midst of our storms, Lord, we're going to throw up our heads. Oh, God, we can't handle this boat, Lord. I don't know how to roll it. Peter didn't know how to get that boat across, but he called on the Master. Oh, and you spoke to the storm, Lord. Oh, Father, oh, great captain of the old ship of Zion, guide us through this storm, Lord. Our trust is in you, Lord. We trust you, Father God. How we love you, Lord. How we thank You, Lord, for the miracles. You're a miracle-working God. Oh, Father, we shall see miracles. We shall see giants fall. We shall walk on the waters of our storms. For You, You are our head. You are our bridegroom. You are our great physician, our friend. You are our all in our all. How we love You today, Lord. How we thank you today, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Brother Harry, sing that song again. You know I can't sing. I butchered it terrible. Sing it for us, brothers. Can we just worship him just for a minute? Aren't you glad, friends? In the midst of the storm, he lives in our hearts. And we can call on his name. We can call on his name. Till the storm passes by. I see the sun. I see the rays of the sun breaking through the clouds. Amen. The sun is up, friends. Just keep walking towards the promise. Just keep believing. Keep praying for one another. Lifting one another up. We're going to make it to the other side. We're going to make it to the other side. Amen. Do you love Him this morning?
1: How Out on the water, storm raging high. The waters around them were troubled that night, with fear in their heart. They thought they would die, they failed to remember the Master. I'll just scream He is here.
0: voice to Thee, O oh God. We will praise You, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord God. Blessed be the name whose mercies are made new every morning. Oh God, let the doctors be amazed. Let JC Medical Center, Lord. Let Ballad Health know there is a God in Happy Valley. Oh, hallelujah. Let the doctors be amazed. Let the nurses say a miracle. Oh, because that's the God we serve. We believe it today, Lord. We lift our brothers and our sisters up to you, God. Oh, breathe thy breath, oh God. As you breathed it into the breath of Adam, the soul of Adam, and he became a living soul. Oh, God, breathe your breath into the lungs of those who are afflicted, God. Oh, let the breath of life flow, Lord Jesus. Grant it, oh God, today. Thank you, Lord do you love him friends hallelujah hallelujah oh heavenly father how we thank you for the service today lord thank you lord thank you for lifting our spirits god oh jesus oh god we're going to believe you lord we're going to go home and wait for the text god to come in this one's doing better and that one's doing better The bleeding has stopped. The doctor's astounded. Oh, hallelujah. The saturation is up. The oxygen's coming down. Oh, the appetites are returning. The smell's returning. The taste is returning. Strength's coming into the bodies. Weak hands are being raised. Oh, Father, how we praise you, Lord. How we praise you, Lord, for what you're doing. How we love you today, Lord. Be with the folks down in Louisiana on the service today, Lord. Help us this week, Brother Lonnie Dishman's service. God, such a gallant warrior. Known him since he's a boy, God. just Oh, God, help us, Lord, say something to comfort the family. Bless the meetings way up in Chivag, God, up the Eskimo village, Lord, that we can get in and get out safely, dear God. Granted, oh, God, we love you, Lord. We want to serve you, Lord. Hallelujah. Is all hearts clear, friends? Is he wonderful? Is he not master of our storms today? Amen. God bless you. Brother Harry, sing something happy. Brother Lou, you got anything you need to say? He's going to come. Amen. God bless you, saints. Thank you so much.
2: Praise the Lord. You enjoy the word of the Lord this morning. Oh, give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Amen. I believe we're going to hear testimonies of what God's doing. He's, he's doing great things. Yes. Brother Jeremy, good to see you, buddy. God's brought you a long way. hasn't he? Your family doing better? Praise the Lord. Thank God for that. We've got a new family that's moved here. Been here probably a couple of months. We have failed to announce it, but we want to this morning. Brother and Sister May have moved here from the state of Alabama. Where are they at? Would you just raise your hand this morning? Give those folks a nice hand. Amen. They come up to me a couple months ago, something like that, and and said, we're going to be seeing a lot more of you. We have moved here. And I I played the part of a hypocrite, probably. I played right along like I knew who they were. I didn't have a clue who they were. And I still didn't this morning. And I'm ashamed to tell this, but I won't tell it on myself. I walked back by their pew just a few minutes ago, and I said, "Uh, how do you spell your last name? Hoping he'd give me a clue as to what he was He said M-A-Y I said well praise God I was, I was hoping it'd be something like Zelensky or something, something I I'd have really had a hard time Brother sister may God bless you Give them a nice hand <laughs> Praise the Lord So glad to have you folks with us God is so good Have you enjoyed church today Let's Let's leave here being encouraged Lifted up it's so easy to get yourself weighted down. It's very easy. Depression and disaggravation thing. But let's be lifted up in the spirit. Let's call the names of our church family in prayer. God's able to bring them right back to this assembly. Amen. Satan can't touch nobody till God gets through with them. Do you believe that? Give the Lord another good hand clap of praise. Let's sing this little song as you go this morning. I've never been this homesick before. How about you? Let's sing about it as you get ready to leave. Is it good to have Brother Louis back? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: There's a light. In the window the, song, boys and girls. the table spread in splendor Someone standing by